gonna take a break and we're going to be right back after NPR and we're gonna to listen to the sounds of Little River Band and reminiscing right here on WMF 88.5 FM. This is the Sunday Forum. Would it turn out right? How to tell you, girl? I want to build my world around you. Tell you that it's true. I want to make you understand I'm talking about a lifetime plan. That's the way it began. We were hand in hand. Ben Miller's band was better than before. We yelled and screamed for more. And I bought Snyder. President Biden is urging both chambers of Congress to pass the debt ceiling agreement he's reached with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. With the nation inching closer to a potential default, NPR's Winter Johnston reports on the tentative deal reached last night. In brief remarks on Saturday night, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said the two sides had reached a compromise. We have come to an agreement in principle. We still have a lot of work to do, but I believe this is an agreement in principle that's worthy of the American people. According to sources familiar with the negotiations, the agreement raises the debt ceiling for two years while cutting and capping some government spending over the same period. It also includes tougher work requirements for some federal assistance programs. McCarthy says the final text of the legislation is expected to be posted later today and lawmakers will have 72 hours to review it. A vote on the bill is expected in the House on Wednesday. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. Uh, the work to avert a default is far from done. Congress must now rush to push the package through before June 5th. The day Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said the government will run out of money to pay its bills. A House vote is considered by many to be a test of McCarthy's speakership. Texas Republican Attorney General Ken Paxton is now facing a trial in the state Senate after the Republican-controlled state House overwhelmingly voted to impeach him. As Sergio Martinez Beltran with the Texas newsroom reports. The Texas House overwhelmingly voted 121 to 23 to adopt the articles of impeachment against Attorney General Ken Paxton. The majority of Republicans voted to impeach, including GOP State Representative Jeff Leach. He appears to show little or no contrition for scandalous behavior while in office. Paxton has been accused of constitutional bribery, the religion of duty, and retaliation against former employees. Paxton has denied any allegations of wrongdoing. He's been immediately suspended from his duties pending a trial in the Texas Senate. For NPR News, I'm Sergio Martinez-Beltran in Austin. The governor of Russia's Belgorod region has ordered all schools along the border with Ukraine to close immediately for the summer. After last week's cross-border raid, the governor says it's no longer safe to keep them open. The BBC's Sasha Schlichter reports. The feeling one gets on reading Governor Vyacheslav Gladkov's announcement is that his region has been left to fend for itself, almost as if the Kremlin and top brass were not expecting Ukraine to respond to Russia's full-scale invasion. The past week saw an audacious cross-border militia raid followed by intense artillery and mortar shelling. So all schools will be closed from tomorrow, not only along the border with Ukraine, but also in Belgorod City and its suburbs. The BBC's Sasha Schlichter reporting, and you're listening to NPR News. The capital of Ukraine was hit overnight by what appears to be the largest drone attack on the city since the start of the war. The airstrikes were launched as Kiev marks the anniversary of the city's founding today and lasted more than five hours. Ukraine's Air Force says 52 of 54 Iranian-made drones were shot down. At least one person was killed. Today marks the 107th running of the nation's most famous auto race, the Indianapolis 500. When Kleinfelter of member station WDET reports this year's race features record speeds and the return to prominence of one famous name. Driver Alex Pillow qualified in pole position at a record speed of just a tick over 234 miles an hour. And he'll lead the fastest overall field of 33 cars in Indy 500 history. That includes a dramatic upturn for cars owned by the legendary A.J. Foyt. His team has struggled for years at Indy, but now has drivers starting in 4th and 11th. 
It's also been a roller coaster ride for driver Graham Rahal, whose father Bobby won the 500 in 1986. He initially failed to qualify this year, but then took over for another driver injured during practice and starts his borrowed car in last place. But Indy's always unpredictable. Numerous times, a driver leading with 10 laps to go did not win the race. For NPR News, I'm Quinn Kleinfelter. The mayor of Red River, New Mexico, says biker gangs are responsible for a shooting this weekend that the state police say left three people dead and five others injured. The shooting happened yesterday evening on Red River's Main Street during an annual Memorial Day motorcycle rally. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the Lodestar Foundation, inspired by the principle that helping someone else less fortunate is a path to a happier, healthier, and more meaningful life. Learn more at lodestarfoundation.org. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! 9 a.m. weekday mornings right here at 88.5 FM. You'll hear the same fearless investigative reporting on topics too hot for the mainstream media. Tune in to Democracy Now! 9 a.m. weekdays right after the morning show. That's right here on WMNF, Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota, Lakeland, Clearwater, Winter Haven, and Venice. Hi, I'm Sean, and I hope you tune in to my interview show called Tuesday Cafe every Tuesday morning at 10 on 88.5 WMNF. I interview environmentalists, politicians, social justice activists, academics, and other experts about topics that impact you right here in the Tampa Bay area. I focus on issues that are important locally and across the whole state of Florida. The show is called Tuesday Cafe with Sean Canan. It's every Tuesday morning at 10 on 88.5 FM, WMNF Tampa, and on WMNF.org. We are back here on the Sunday Forum with Walter L. Smith II, and we are looking for your telephone calls, 813-239-9663, or you can write us, write us at dj at wmnf.org, and looks like people are writing in, Walter, and you know, this week it was a bunch of sad news, we lost Sister Tina Turner, and uh, you know, it's... uh, Pretty much of a shocker, you know, but she was an icon. And do you remember this? Yes. Thunderdome. You don't need another hero by Tina Turner right here on the Sunday morning.
Thunderdome. Man. What's beyond the Thunderdome, man? <laughs> Life. <laughs> Clean water. Yeah. Clean air. Away from the ravages of destruction. <laughs> Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Rhonda Santis. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh, wow. Tina Turner, with, <laughs> uh, in almost all of her videos, right, uh, there's that one dude, and they, they do, there's a documentary about him. There's one dude that plays a saxophone, a uh, white dude. There's uh, there's real buff dude that's playing the oh, saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dude's, like, legendary, man. That dude's legendary. That's... Well, you know, rest in peace, uh, the sister Tina Turner. Yes, and uh, we, we got we got to play something else. Let's, let's, yeah, do we have do we have, do we have, do we have? I was looking for it. I yeah. think we can find. You know, that was the time she did the country. She did an album, and this is very interesting. A book has been written about the one time Tina Turner did a, a album called "When Tina Turner Turned the Country On." <laughs> right, and I think right. Nutbush was part of that, so we got to look for that. Yeah. yeah, we got to see if we can find it, man. We gotta yeah, see if we can find it. Right. So, so listen, folks, we we've been talking about the transformations that have been taking place, in and in, in, in the fact that in, in the black community and the no, the the noticeable. The, I mean, I, I use the word noticeable. I'm being nice about it. <sighs> okay. We have this colonization that's taking place in our communities, and the, the the evil the evil method by which uh, uh, just elementary school was shut down in West Tampa. You know, come on, man! They let the school run down. Uh, majority of the teachers, I think, I think they they quoted there was like sixty some percent of the teachers were substitute teachers. Mm. Something like that. And that, you know, it was just getting run down. And they just sat there and let it happen. Yeah. By design. That's what we mean by design. By design. By design. And it's not like they didn't ask, they didn't ask for support. It's not like they didn't ask for help. They did. They mm -hmm. did. And 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 the the help was there. It, it was there. Right. It's not like it wasn't there. It was there. They just didn't give it to him. They just didn't give it to him. And, you know, to understand the importance of a just, an Ernest E. Just Elementary School and why it's important to the community is to understand education as a whole. How does it work? Why does it work the way it works? You know, there's a reason why it was set up that way. It's so that they could people, the kids could have a secure system of passing on to the next grade, the level, right? Um, so there's just elementary, G.B. Stewart um, Middle School, and then Blake High School. Come on. Could be about disempowering the parents. I mean, they make such a big deal about empowering <laughs> the conservative, the right-wing parents, like the fascist moms for liberty. But, you know, you move these kids further away from home to go to school every day, the, the parents, it's going to be very difficult for the parents to be involved in their kids' education, which is something that Yvette Lewis from the NAACP has pointed out. Absolutely. Absolutely. We we cannot continue to do this type of thing, but it, it has happened. This has happened. And yeah, in a way to reverse it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it really is. I'll give you another example of something that happened, man. It, it, and what's happening is they're pushing, again, they're forcing this situation so that, so that this piece of real estate can be purchased by a developer um, because it's waterfront property. Mm. See, that? that's a good point. That's something that, of course, goes unsaid. <laughs> but proximity matters, huh? Exactly. Think about where Blake is located. Mm -hmm. Oh man, come on, come on! Right on, right on downtown, right on the river. Blake is a prime piece of real estate. Prime piece of real estate, and it's perfect for them to continue on their pathway of development from around one side of the Hillsborough River to the other. Think about that for a moment. 
Yeah. I mean, so you're, you're, that's real politics. That's real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we're not going to do that. We would never do such a thing. And uh, let's just say, okay, and then it moves on to, well, okay, let's just say we do. What, what, what concessions could we possibly give you to, to help um, make you whole? Help make you whole? You just, you know, uh, once again, you just went and destroyed our community again. They claim they gave, they were giving the teachers incentives. So did, do, do they even, you know, itemize what they meant by that? Because they weren't able to, to hold those teachers there. So what were they offering? And then, and like you said, to your point, you said that building might be repurposed, rebranded as Riverwalk STEM Academy. Yeah, something called Just it. elementary. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing wrong with STEM. But, you know, who's going to be invited? Who's going to be there? Who's going to go there after you shut it down? And move the black kids shut somewhere else. Shut it down else. long enough, get the kids. It, it forces the black kids to go out, and they have to be bust there. Then what they do is change the districts so that uh, so that those kids are not the ones attending school in that particular district. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, now you got yourself a white community. West Tampa now has become white. Teaching the kids to... Top-notch jobs, getting them prepared for the top jobs. Come on. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Hey, listen, we want to hear from you. 813-239-9663. 813-239-9663. Let, let's, let's play something else, man. What we got? Uh, well, we do have I Can Turn a Performing Live at the Nutbush City Limits. You want to oh, hear that? Ooh. This year, <laughs> this All right. And there's you writers, DJ at WMNF.org. This is the Sunday Forum. There's one simple here. Not but see limit. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, nut bush. Yeah, that was 50 years ago, that live performance. 50 years ago, 1973. Yep. Yes, Lord. And uh, they were considered by Rolling Stones to be the second best duo in history, in Who's music the first? history. Sonny and Cher. I guess Sonny and Cher. Are, uh, I don't even know. But. I got you, babe. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're back here on the Sunday Forum. Somebody Celebrate. did write you. Uh, what did they say? What we got? Brother Don Scott Jr. He Don said, Scott, uh, what's up, man? <laughs> he's asking about the NAACP's travel ban. He said it issued a travel ban for African Americans not to travel to Florida. What happens to the African Americans that currently live in Florida? Well, we are seeing what's happening. <laughs> you know? Are they in danger? Well, yeah. Uh, and, um, but, we ain't moving. We gonna stay and fight, you know. But part of the problem is that apparently those cops that Miranda Santos invited from up north to move down here just before the election, a lot of them took them up on it. But a lot of those cops had records for violence. So it's amazing. Plus, um, the uh, right wing is... Oh, vet them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gonna have to vet them out. Pretty much. and uh, But John goes on to say, Walter, you know you're going to the Cuban Sandwich Festival. Don't man, they have man, a sandwich man. named after you? Why do you want to do that, man? <laughs> but uh, do that, man? I don't know. It sound, the, the country sounds like a good idea, too. Yeah, You're going to be eating good out there. That's because you don't know about <laughs> them collard greens, Philly boy. <laughs> Philly boy. Philly yeah. boy. <laughs> you don't know about that, though. <laughs> yes, sir. But you could write us too, DJ at WMNF.org. DJ at WMNF.org. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, listen, folks. Um, we we are waiting to hear from you, really, because I'm, I'm surprised that we're not hearing more people. But, of course, we probably will start hearing more people uh, as we continue to talk about this thing. Uh, I want to hear about what your thoughts are on this transition that we faced in West Tampa. And then, and then let, let's really start looking at, as we talked about this when, when life was here last week, mm-hmm. week before last. So let's talk about what happens in East Tampa. Okay? What happens in East Tampa? Because it's not like, it's not like they're far behind. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Middleton, Middleton can be taken. Right? Then you have... Um, Gosh, Middleton, of course, is not on the waterfront. It's <laughs> on the waterfront, but it's prime real estate still. You know, coming off the expressway, going north. Um, mm-hmm. You know, traveling north is on on that main street. Twenty second Street is a main street, and as a main street, a main thoroughfare, uh, that's a very critical point. Now, it is it is also important to remember that. As you travel up 22nd Street, you ultimately come to um, Hillsborough Avenue, right? And Martin Luther King. Both of those main streets going east and west. Consider the fact that you would have a grocery store, an actual grocery store that was shut down not long ago. And it's been shut down. When I say not long ago, I mean maybe about four years ago, four or five years ago. Okay? And still remains closed to this day. Hmm. That says to me that uh, I wonder, first of all, the first question I would ask is to the CRA, I would ask the CRA consider the possibility of purchasing that. Hmm. Hmm. Right? And once purchased... Doing something constructive with it, like opening, reopening a a uh, a uh, grocery store. Hmm. It, it to to not open up another grocery store is would be a tragedy. It'll be a tragedy it, it, because because we have a we have a desert, right? 
uh, food desert that needs to be resolved. We have a, you know, as we said before, we've had a medical desert. We have a healthcare desert that must be addressed. Right. You know, just placing a clinic in our community does not resolve the healthcare desert. The healthcare desert includes having pharmacies. Do we have pharmacies? Yes, we do. But we have like what two? Yeah. But speaking of food yeah. deserts, you know that's the reason why you you can't have a Congress taking food, doing their part to take food out of the mouths of hungry children, um, poor families. Right, right. We, 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 you know the push out. Trust me when I tell you that once the push out is complete, someone will come and someone will develop a grocery store there. It will be a Publix or a Green Wise and so forth. And, which they're closing. And which which <laughs> yeah. exactly is going to happen. And they're going to wait for all the people of our hue to be pushed out of the area. They'll shut down, they'll turn around and they'll shut down the, the car lots. They'll purchase the car lots that are across the street. And they'll turn that into some other sort of retail as well. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how they operate. That's the truth of it. Capital goes where the rate of profit is greatest. Yes, <laughs> yes. Always will. Yes, this is how they operate. This is the truth of it. This is what they do. Well, we do have a caller. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. If you want to join the discussion as we talk about the quality of life, especially when it comes to education in black communities, poor communities. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Glad to be on it, too. You know what I mean? Brian, what's up, man? Hey, same old thing. Different day, same old thing, different way. All right. So, mm-hmm. That's my saying. Uh, yeah. Uh, the horizon looks bleak as always when they turn the page to our picture. But you ever saw some of Basquat artistry? It's always dark, but it's beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. See, so... That's how we need to look at our picture and stop looking like, you the problem, bro. No, bro, it's not the problem. Stop looking at that man who you caught in. You caught in the wrong man. He got you buying all the same stuff he buying. Like my daddy used to say, you go get a new car, you get a used car. So why would I want to do that? Again, you go get a new one, they go overcharge you with interest and insurance and blah, blah, blah. And so they got some scams going on in Florida. I just wanted to let you know about it. So my daughter got caught in one of the disabled from that. They got these car companies, uh, while you was talking about car lots in the community that prey on people, you know, you come get one cause you need one, just give them a little money down. And then they selling the contract to different people. And she just told me that they got a class action out of all the people that bought off one car lot because they have one, you know how you get a warranty? She needed the warranty, but they told her the warranty, they can't use the warranty. <laughs> so I told her, I said, well, damn, how you paying for the car, but they ain't got to pay for the warranty. I said, you don't supposed to pay for the car. And plus, they overcharge double the prices on stuff. So that's the kind of economic damage that we get. And then you look at them and say, well, look, why are you in here on the streets? Or why are you getting evicted? Or why are you can't pay your bills? That's the kind of stuff that prevents people from paying their bills. A lot of illegal extortion right. and uh, uh, exploitation of poor people for the benefits, like these tow truck drivers that's in our community that ain't us. They come and tow your stuff and take your stuff. Come out. Where, they come, where you come from, just coming in my yard, don't know who these people are. Right. Don't even have licenses. That's what I'm telling you. It's a buddy. You'll go over there and do this for me and all that. They got the buddy program for them, but we don't have a buddy program. See? <laughs> we need a buddy program yep. for all of us because we're all connected and interconnected and we should be about each other's business, not in our business. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. In each other's business, about each other's business. I like to see you doing good, but don't rub it in my face like I need it. I don't need none of that. I done had the new stuff, the old stuff, the bad stuff, the used stuff, the good luck, the bad luck. Well, you go around the table, we're on the same page, but you think we're not. It was like I was looking at the other day, and I saw this. I said this with you, and get off. This lady pulled up with an electric car. I mean, in a gas car. She don't look at you, and she walk around you like she just landed from out of space. <laughs> we're in the same damn place but you can't see me you won't acknowledge me all that got you all that got you acting like that inside your head that's what I'm saying mm. I've been there that, that's not good for the psyche it's not, you know what I'm saying it's not, it's not. 
it's mentally disturbing too to see people like that. <laughs> right. I hope she had no bad juju because that electric car could have blown up, which has been happening to these Teslas. Yeah. They mm-hmm. lowered the price. Right, but there's a lot of unknown variables and factors that go in life period that we cannot look at people and be trying to judge them based on what we think because our brain is limited. And when we interact, yeah, we can only connect. Like, we post on the matrix and do things and move things positively. Mm-hmm. Not only, yeah. You don't need no more negativity. They take right. it from the post, destroying the post, uh, labeling the poor. Labeling you to make you poor is basically right. what's going on. You know what I'm saying? A class. A class of people just label you as these poor. We can't do nothing. They bring people in here. They bring the immigrants in here and give them way more than they have ever given you. So don't ever think that some kind of way you should feel guilty about the stuff that you're doing or how you, you know, where they label to put you at because you can look right at it and see what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they pit one against the other, and that's how they've been doing it. They bang in a group and hit it against the other group. The so-called model minority. <laughs> yeah. But they, you know, they still exploit them, and just like the Florida governors come after the Chinese, you can't own oh, property God. if you're Chinese, Chinese in Florida. Well, yeah, but they just had, listen, I heard a guy speaking on that on the Internet about if you do something, they did pass a law. If you do something to them real quick, like they'll get you. But we've been getting beat, mauled, murdered. Uh, or just I don't even know how to explain what they do in front of torture. And then no law ain't passed. So, I mean, I can't speak on them. You understand me? What? Because my my plate is so filled with a lot of garbage, I got to keep getting the garbage off so I can get to what I got to get to. And then yeah. to look at their hurt is, is, is kind of beyond me. And then when you tell them to look at your hurt, they act like they can't see you. All right, but that's also by design, you know. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying, the exploitation. Right. To see they're being exploited against you, right. and then when they finish exploiting them against you, then the exploitation turns onto them because there is nothing else there. The variable has been uh, uh, neutralized, it's right. zeroed out. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're we'll leaving. So like this is it, it is systemic. That is that is systemic. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Ain't no ain't no way they be to say like this guy Scott jumped up. <laughs> I know you love this. He jumped up and said, "I made it." The black Republican. Uh, Soka, I don't know right, right, right. He jumped up. Tim Scott. Tom-ass Clarence been making that same argument all this time. You know, look at me. Look at me. Look at where I'm at. You can do it too. No. No, nah, they systematically did that so that it would give you false hope, man. That's false hope we don't need. We need reality. And we need reality to be checked. That's why we woken up on it, baby. That's right, it. That's it. it's That's wake it. up time. That's right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Definitely. Don't have a man. Hey man, you too, brother. You too. Take care. Thank All you, Ron. Right. And uh, we got another caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. What's going on, brother African? What's going on, brother African? African All right. Uh, I really appreciate this uh, conversation uh, on this uh, on this Sunday morning, man. Um, I, I, I really I, I, I want to say that. Um, it's so important, in my view, to remember Malcolm X and his, his instruction. You know, Malcolm made it plain. When, when you know, they, we can't be equal until, you know, when they had their army, we got our army. You know, they got their flag, we got our flag. You know, uh, and in the, at the same time, they got their guns, we got our guns. And I say that because uh, it's, it's we talked about it last week when I had the opportunity to be on the show. That um, you know, the city of Tampa has something like a 1.8 million, well, 1.8 billion dollar budget, right? I remember, I remember when the city of Tampa had like a 700 million dollar budget. I was, I would go to uh, city council meetings, you know, when the budget was like 700 million, 760 million, something like that. Now there's a one, almost a, like I think it's a little more than a 1.8 billion dollar budget. However, the, 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 the mayor who controls the budget, strong mayor government, right? None of the councilmen, none of them can 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 come up with uh, solutions to the problems that African people face. Right. And in my view, um, African people ought to recognize that. That it's, it's not a you know, it's, it's not, the material situation we live in is not some immutable, unchangeable kind of thing. What we What we have to do in my view, as African people, 
recognize, number one, that we are African. That's number one. We're not some kind of African-American. You know, we're not all the same. No, we are African. That's why, uh, uh, you know, some of us need some block and some of us don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, a, it's a reality, you know. Some of us need to take vitamin D because we melanated and some of them can get it in the sun if the sun don't kill them for staying out there too long. Like, it's just a, a human reality. We are different. And we have different circumstances, different relationships to the world based on the colonial mode of production. And as African people, we have the responsibility to take power and control of our own lives in our own hands. And until we do that, we will always... Uh, have these conversations about what DeSantis is doing, what uh, uh, Donald John uh, Trump did. I know y'all don't like to say his name, but I I don't like to hide him either. You know, like we <laughs> always talk about the Democrats and the Republicans and all this kind of stuff. We always had this conversation until we until we recognize that the conversation we must have just as often, if not more often, is how do we take back power? How do we take back control of our lives? How do we get these car people, you know, out, uh, what, is, what is Ron just called the, the car lot people? How do we get them out of the community? How yeah. do we get the tow truck people out of the community? Like, we we, we ought to have that plan. And some of us, I remember, um, uh, when we when we used to do demonstrations in front of the courthouse um, against uh, how the, the the courts treat African people and the police, you know, treat African people in this city all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right here, you know, you come here on vacation, you leave on probation. So anybody who's here for the Memorial Day, don't right. you know? Be careful, you know. Right, <laughs> you know, right, right, right. Probation, right? Because they all they attack African people all the time. And we would say, you know, we would we would protest against. Uh, the police practices and, and Africans, you know, they weren't smart Africans, but, you know, they would say stuff like, uh, we need the police. And so many of us have this mindset, this idea that somehow we need the colonizer. We need the colonizer to control us. Like, you know, the colonizer who has a $1.8 billion budget can figure out how to make sure that the African don't have a, or elderly African don't have to wash himself at a, at a water fountain and bar daylight, you know, they, Oh, man, yeah, man, come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somehow yeah. we need them. You know, the reality is we we need us. Uh, we, we need to keep our money. We need to keep our guns. We need to keep our organizations. We need to keep ourselves first. Man, it's, it's, I mean, we need to keep our flag. We need to build our army. That's what we need to do for ourselves. And we need to know that we do not need the colonizers to do anything except leave us the hell alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I Leave think us the hell alone. We don't need you over here talking about solving crime. We can do it. You know, mm -hmm. give us the one point eight billion. I, I guarantee you, if you give me a one point eight billion dollar budget, the roads would be, we would have these potholes in East Tampa. You right. Give me a one point eight billion dollar budget. My my uh, I I pay taxes, brother, and, and my taxes go. The hills were kind of got like something like an eight billion dollar budget, and somehow I pay these taxes right to these people who can't figure out how to make sure that my elder don't have to wash himself at a water uh what you call a water fountain. A water fountain. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, what, you can't what, what, that. what the hell I need them for? You know, no, give me the money. Give give African people the money and we can figure out how to solve our own problems. Anybody that says anything different is some kind of spectacular fool. And um yeah, I, I really yeah. appreciate you allowing me to share that. But we gotta we gotta get away from that we need the mentality. We need us, we need them out of our lives, we need to be in control of our lives, in control of our own resources, and we can do amazing things for each other um yeah. once we have that kind of power and control. That's yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Uhuru. Uhuru, brother. Well, I, I don't think that, that they were the problem, though. The only problem. The other problem is the black petty bourgeois that keeps mm. promoting their to solutions right. to us. And then right. anything we do to progress, they they they, support it. they, they, they don't support they, it. They don't support progress. Well, they support regression. Well, right, right. I can see. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. And, and, and that's what we saw 25 years ago, too. We saw people, these folks, that were stepping out, stepping out, and speaking up in favor of the garbage that was being that was being yeah. told to us. 
So fifty no, years man. ago, sixty years, yeah. they, they've all played the same. Then always played the they same. Don't role. go ahead and put the little play in so we can have a little story. <laughs> right, come on. Like Uncle Remus is that is who you sound like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we believe breathing white folks is our. Hey, hey we got another call. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three to join Sunday Forum. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, call the road to Sunday Forum. Hey, it's me. Yeah. Yes, yes. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Just calling to uh, lighten up the mood to you as well. Um, to recommend a, a movie, I don't know, if, or it's more of a series on uh, Peacock. Call it, it's called Killing It with uh, actor Craig Robinson. And this movie or this series I'm recommending because it really shows how black people especially in Florida, because it's based in Florida, how uh, we struggle individually, you know, fighting against the system and also how we struggle with not pulling together as people and and fighting against the enemy. So I recommend that show because it opened up my eyes about Florida a little bit more. It's, it's a comedy, so I think you guys will enjoy it. But to bring it to um, education, which is something I wanted to call on weeks ago when you were bringing up just elementary and uh, just my experience with it. And and it was when you had brought it to light that they were a STEM school, which I knew already, but I kind of thought, like, maybe it wasn't because of what they went through or what they're going through. And, yeah, I have experience with that because... You know, I have a lot of experience with the educational system here in Florida. And particularly at that school, it was an after-school program. And uh, we were teaching virtually to the students, I believe, between the ages of fourth and eighth grade. And uh, they were showing up with no computers, no laptops, and no Wi-Fi. And I just couldn't understand if we're, you know, showing up. You know, it was just one computer, which would be the the lead facilitator or whatever. Um, he would just have his laptop, his computer, and all the kids had to just sit around in their chairs and watch. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, okay, how are we able to, uh, you know, facilitate this type of learning to these, to these kids? And then, yeah, that's when I found out that it was a STEM school. So, you know, I did what I had to do. I brought it to the attention of you know, the children board, all those type of, uh, you know, Hillsborough Foundation uh, education. Yes, these are all the places that are supposed to have resources for all communities, but it seems like, you know, they're doing their thing and they're kind of directing those funding to other communities and not the communities that's really in need. So, so, yeah. So I had to, you know, just to wrap up this call because I don't want to go on and on. But um, I, I went through that experience of being taken down, you know, and I'm still really through this. It's, it's, it's ongoing. So I'm careful with what I say, but I will say this, that, you know, I, I tried and I showed up for the after school program and uh, and no one else was, you know. So um, I feel bad for what's happening at this school, but it was it, that school was set up to fail. Absolutely. That's all. Right, right. And um, and yeah, we we got to just learn from that and use that as an example to yeah, you know, all these other schools. And and my daughter, she went to Howard. Like I saw her, I was like, but she moved on. You know, she's older and she doesn't even live in the state of Florida. I don't even want her to come back. And. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's sad, you know. So I'm yeah. gonna leave it there. I'll maybe call back, you know, and uh, try to get again. But yeah, we appreciate your call because there are people I believe that do want to speak on it. But you know, it's a touchy subject. It is. It is. And redesign. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Got another call. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hi there. How are you today? All right. How are you? Welcome I'm to the good. Sunday Forum. 
Well, you know, and not, how much do we have to talk about poor me, poor me, and I was raised this way and I was raised that way and I didn't get an opportunity. You know, there are plenty of people of color and everything else that have plenty of opportunities to do their stuff. It is 2023. Those generations are gone 100 years ago. This is They've had colleges. They've had community outreach. They've had so many opportunities. Everybody has. So, you know, people don't like it. Get out of the country. Go away. You know, like this other caller, two callers ago, said he could take his $1.8 billion and do stuff. He don't can't do crap with it. He's just a regular guy. Don't be judging. But you don't like it? Go. The lady said, he's I want her daughter in Florida. Then don't go to Florida. You've got it too good. That's the problem. You're too spoiled. That's what it is. Everybody oh. wants something. <laughs> Everybody wants something. Including the rich. It doesn't matter the rich. Yeah, it does matter. Don't tell me it don't matter. Baloney. It oh, does matter. So, so you, so, 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 so let, let me, <laughs> let me talk. I'm the caller. You're the host. Well, hurry up. Make your point. Okay. Go ahead. Make, make your point. Okay. You made a point. People that have made it very fine. No problem. Entrepreneurs. I know plenty of entrepreneurs yeah. that are of color, uh, Hispanic. I know millionaires of Hispanic. That's not widespread, is it? Uh, yeah. I don't care if it's widespread. It wasn't, they weren't widespread when they were for the last. 50 years. They yeah. just started coming up. So they're coming up. They're doing their thing. So you don't think there's any equality in America? You don't, You think everything's well, just so equal? Much, there's so much equality in America. It's just a hand-picking of everybody wants something. Can't get this. Can't get a job. Can't, you know what? Wake up, America. Doesn't everybody? Oh, yeah. So, so you should, so can't get a you job. should be woke. So, so can't, can't get a job, right? No woke crap, you know? This is all. Yeah, ain't no crap. Get, get a job. You need to wake up. Yeah, wait, 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 And, and did, I, did I hear? Did I hear you? Did I hear you earlier say go 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 where now? Go away. Go, Just if, leave. If we don't like it. You don't like it. Leave. You heard the cops saying it. You heard the cops saying it. So go, let's go ahead and just say it. Go go I'm where? Say it. I'm gonna tell you. Go to any other country and see what you get. Any country in the world and see if you get what we give you in America. You go don't give anybody. people anything in America. Listen, listen dude. We all, we all, we all, we all work listen, for where we get. Listen, 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 bro. No, 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 no. Wait, you don't get anything in America. You got your uh, own. Care. Listen, bro. No, listen, a lot of people listen, don't listen. get the same benefits. Uh, listen, listen, man. Did you hang up? You still there? I'm here. You still here. there? All right. All right. So listen, man. Listen. So you're saying to me that there, that there is, that there is equality, right across Absolutely. the board in America, yes. across 100%. the board. A hundred percent. There's no inequality. No, you. you let okay. Me uh, uh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. So, there, so there's no inequality, right? There is zero inequality. You okay. Make it inequality. All right. Is there is there any equity? What do you mean? Uh, uh, is there he any? Know what is, that uh, means. So, so the difference between equality and equity. I know what equity is. Okay. So, so, there, so, so, are we are we faced with inequity here in this country? You're faced with inequity when you don't participate and go to do what you need to do to fix it. That's it. You don't need everybody to hold your hand. I don't mean, I'm not talking specific to black, Puerto Rican, Cuban, Jewish. I'm talking about a general American. You don't have to have your hand held. Enough of this garbage already. Stop crying about what we don't get. Go out and get it. You have a talk show. You have elevated yourself to a talk show on two hours every Sunday morning to put your opinions and express your, your thoughts. You have made it a step further than a lot of people because you care enough to put yourself out there. Get the other 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 across the country. I'm not talking about Tampa, Florida. I'm not talking about black, white, Jewish, Cuban, Hispanic, African, Filipino, whatever the hell they are. I don't care. There's plenty of white trash out there and everything else. You make it yourself. Well, let, let, me, your, let, me, let me tell you. 2023. You have had opportunities to go to any school. I don't care if you're in the hey, ghetto, hey, so, in so anywhere. You, you've talked. You've talked long enough. I'm not the host. I'm the caller. You talk. I'm, I'm the caller. I'm the caller. You called in and talked about. And so what I'm so what I'm gonna say is this, dude. You don't know me. You talking about I'm a regular dude. I ain't no regular dude. I done been to 38 cities. I mean 38 uh, states, hundreds of cities. I've been. I got more. I got more stamps on my passport than you. I promise you that. I ain't no regular dude. And what I know about all around the world is no 
anywhere you can go since white people came to uh, uh, Africa and snatched us up in 1619 and, and, and brought us here against our will that colonialism does not exist. If you know the place, you tell me where it is. And if you, you, want, you, you want to talk about uh, 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 who are you? <laughs> like, like You don't know me. You don't know what I can do with $1.8 billion. You ain't even, you only had the capacity to give me $1.8 billion. You don't know what African people can do. African people for years, white people are Johnny come lately to society for years, for millennia. We taught, we taught white people how to be, uh, how to be civilized. We taught mathematics. The 365 day calendar came from African people. Y'all take our gold, you take our rubber, you take our diamonds, you take our sisal, you take our coal tan, you use all our stuff and give us very, give us the remnants of, and gives us the scraps that y'all leave after y'all molest our country and our resources. Dude, you do not know me. You, you, I, I mean, I would, you can have my address, my phone number, and anytime you want to have this discussion face to face, we can do it. But what you won't do <laughs> is talk about me like, uh, yeah, like, like you, like, like you brave, cause you not. You sound like a coward. I came up to the radio station just to address you, dude. What's your name? Look, my listen, name is Life Malcolm. What's yours? Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah, no, tell, tell me your name. Let's start with that. What's your name? My don't name hide behind. Mark. Don't hide behind the microphone. Don't hide in the blind. What's name your name? Is, I'll tell you. My name is Izzy. People know me at that station. You guys know me. I've been a DJ there for years. Listen to me. Let me tell you something. I don't hide behind shit, brother. I you had take care. Of, I'm, I'm here, here right now. Come on up here. I'm here right now. All right, that's enough for you. But we got to move on to the next caller. Yeah, <laughs> Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. <laughs> I'll turn your radio down and talk into the phone. That's you, whoever you are. Go ahead. You've been waiting for 10 minutes. Call. Okay. Caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Hello, caller. Are you there? You're on the Sunday Forum. All right. So, the, so let, let me, let me, <laughs> let, let's, let's just, let's just put this where it is. So, Week before, week before last, we had a great oh, that show. Was me. I, I, that was me. Yeah, I know. You know, we <laughs> you know. know. Oh, okay. I was on the phone. You know, you know, we know. We know. Oh, okay, maybe you know somebody's calling. Yeah. I, I didn't that know the phone when it walked in. Yeah, my so, bad. So no, no, it's all good. It's all good. So, so it, let's let's make sure we get these calls on as well. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, but but I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna say where can we go where colonialism don't exist? Absolutely. So might go somewhere. So that was my question to him. My my that's where I was getting at. It's, and, so and, how so, simple his understanding of the world is. Simpleton. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just if you don't like it, go away. Don't fight. Yeah. But don't fight. It was the example of, 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 of the lack of understanding or, or or the willingness to understand or to to even to even comprehend what our experience is. This political gaslighting, your when conversational man, gaslighting. What was that, uh, what's the dude, uh, give me liberty or give me death, what was his name? Patrick Henry. Patrick, when, when Patrick Henry. Are you back? Go he, ahead. He didn't say, give me liberty or give me a passport. You know what I'm saying? He said, give me liberty. He, he wasn't trying to leave. He wanted to fight. He was here to fight. He wanted exactly. to be free where he was. Yeah, yeah. What, exactly. what the hell is this white boy talking about? Just put up with the fascism or leave. Go ahead, Carl. He's comfortable with colonialism because it suits him. Caller, you're on the phone. You're on the okay. Sunday forum. Am I on now? Yes. Yeah. Quickly, okay. we've got a few minutes left. Okay, I want to say that I'm white, and then let's get it talked. Um, he needs to watch Fox. He needs to. Um, he's a he's a Trump wannabe. Thank you. The mean the caller. I suppose he meant to call her a Trump wannabe. We <laughs> <laughs> talk about African internationalism and the theory all day. What you, you, um, somebody? No, it was you. Walt, after I hung up the call, you, you said, uh, no, no, it was you, my Billy, who said that it was the uh, the petty bourgeoisie. Oh yeah, yeah, book, right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and we, you've talked. You've always raised the class question. What African internationalism has helped us understand through Chairman O'Malley used to tell his teachings is that the the petty bourgeoisie, African petty bourgeoisie, is a traitor class. It will always betray the African working class, and that's why every time I talk, I talk. 
talk about the, I talk about African internationalism because it's led by African working class members of of the African nation, and we we know what our problems are. We have the solutions. We the have solutions. the theory. We uh, we've done it for 50, over fifty years, and so this dude talking about man, we we. Look, if you look at North St. Louis, one of the it looks like you ever been to North St. Louis? It looks like a bomb. It looks like somebody dropped a bomb. Oh, I mean, like seriously. Oh, oh, right. But if you look at what the African People's Socialist Party has been able to do in a few short years, with like a million or so dollars to transform that community in a way that makes other African people and white people, it puts the city on notice in, uh, in North St. Louis. It makes them try to do what we're doing with a little bit of money. So how the hell you mm. tell me what <laughs> African people can't do with one point eight billion dollars? Yeah. When, when, has, when have African people ever had $1.8 billion for them to say, you, you don't know what to do with it? You just sound like a fool. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Go ahead. Is this me? Yes. What are we talking about? We, got, so, we don't have enough time. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Hello? Yes. Hello. Hey, bro. How y'all doing over there? We, are, we Fired up? We, we fired up, man. We're trying to ice it down a little bit, but... Yeah, well, ain't no big deal. Hey, look, I like to see it go at that a little bit. It sort of exposes what's real and what isn't. Anyway, hey, uh, y'all need to, to understand that all these people need to get their head in one place and stop doing this one against the other stuff because somewhere deep down in their heart, they really don't feel the same about us as they do about themselves. So we're the serving class. Mm -hmm. That's unfortunate because... I know a lot of people who are much smarter than the people they work for, but the people they work for think because they, where they're at, that they're in a position to look down on somebody else or, or make rules for other people because they don't know the back history. Mm -hmm. Or they can minimize their, their needs, minimize their humanity, dehumanize them. Same thing. They've been doing it for years. Slaves and all that stuff, man, where they take advantage of other people and take the benefit away from them. When they do it, you know, give them a little peace to just get by from day to day. <laughs> you know, it's just so ridiculous that this is going on as long as it's been going on. They should have been revolution a long time ago to stop this crap with people on equal playing. Right on. But, but we, all, we also we also have we also have people who who betrayed us. Absolutely. And and, and 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 you know, it was mentioned earlier that, that that's exactly what's happened. And we, we betray ourselves every single time it, the, to allow to allow just elementary to go through what it's going through right now is a betrayal, an absolute outright betrayal. What's happened? And, and it, it is it is an indication of what we're seeing throughout our communities, both east side and west side, Sulphur Springs, University area, Progress Village, wherever you see us, wherever you see black folks, this is what's happening. And we and we, we betray ourselves when we don't act. In, in a progressive manner, uh, an aggressive manner, to make certain that these things don't happen anymore. And and now, and in all fairness, there are people who are working to make certain that that does not happen again. That type of thing does not happen again in these other communities. But I'll tell you right now, this thing here at Just Elementary is just, was is absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. And and I cannot, I, I cannot stomach that. That, that that's that's just something I, I can't even, I don't have the words for it anymore. I'm well, done. But, but, I'm can done. I just no, say this before we go? I know we got to roll out, but well, I, like no. instead of us leaving, like like as if there was some place in, in, in the galaxy. Right. I just want to here's my question and I hope the white man calls back. My, my number, my personal number is eight one three eight one zero three five eight two. That's me. You can call me anytime. What I mean what instead of us leaving, why don't y'all just leave us alone? <laughs> Just leave us alone. Stay, stay the hell out of our neighborhoods. We don't want your police. We don't, we don't want your. No, we don't want to leave us alone. Give us, give, give us what y'all give back what y'all stole from us. Reparations. Give back what you stole. Give us back the diamonds. Control of the gold. Control of the coal tan that you use for your cell phone, your Tesla, your computer. Give us back. A, don't yeah. don't stand in our way when we come to take back our stuff and call us terrorists because we want to take back our stuff, right? And then watch what we can do. If, if, and, and then you know maybe your analysis might make sense. But don't don't talk about leave. Leave us alone. Right. And if they don't like our uprising against against the humanity, then you leave. You get out. Hey man, we appreciate the, the sudden appearance of Life Malcolm and the members of the Fourth Estate crew. Hey man, we appreciate you, brother. We appreciate everybody out there for joining us.
Lewis here for another episode of the Sunday Forum right here on WMNF 88.5 FM. This is your host, Walter Smith the second, as always, from my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people. We love you. And there's not one single solitary thing you can do about it right here on the Sunday Forum. <laughs>